I thought was joining us tonight, or is that next week? That's next week. Yeah, because it was either last week or this week. But oh, this guy, this guy is joining us. Surprise! <laughs> hmm. I'm waiting for him to connect because I have a comment or a question <laughs> or a statement. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of all of the above. <laughs> can you hear me? I uh, can hear you. Can, can hear you. And now let's get that camera turned on. Turn on camera. Camera has failed. Why has camera failed? Because it didn't go to high school. Just just going to say it, it's uh, it's going to be one of those shows. It's going to be one of those shows full of beer banter and indiscriminate swearing. In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues and BS, the podcast that's been officially sponsored by the Munchkin Guild's very own Lollipop Guild. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who's had a bit of a bad day, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, uh, how are you doing tonight? It's like a line from a former WWE superstar right there. You know, you could have a bad day. And who am I referencing? I know both of my personalities and you know, but it is what it is. <sighs> Let's see. It's time to drink. So, f yeah, let's get it on. Oh, wait a minute. What? Don't look at me like that. It's future Howard's problem anyway. It's fine. It seems that we had somebody kick down this door, though. So before we start drinking, we need to figure out who the hell is kicking down the triple B door. That's right. It's everybody's favorite returning guest. You know, he, he didn't show up for like 40-some episodes, and now we can't get rid of him. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Big D. Big D, how you doing tonight? Doing uh, doing all right, breaking down doors and uh, not going away. You think after 20 years, you would have figured that part out by now. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting because he's got a lot in common with an STD. He's He was silent for a while, and then it showed up, and then you can't get rid of him. <laughs> and sometimes it's... It's the gift that keeps on giving, but then other times it's just that that itch that you just can't scratch. Oh. <laughs> thumbs up, like Ed, Ed, solid Ed, burn. Ed, Thank you. May Ed, I have Ed, another? <laughs> and with that terrible analogy, uh, I think it's time to start drinking, <laughs> gentlemen. What do you have on tap tonight, Big D? You're the guest. Well, so I, I, well, let's, uh, let's let's throw it to you. All righty. Well. <laughs> See, I was I was gonna uh, deciding which one to uh, bust out because I got two. And uh, let's see here, Kidder. As I was selecting my uh, my drink tonight, I was I was thinking of you, All right? And 
Uh, I want to get a little, you know, you know me, I get a little trolley. So I got a can that looks absolutely ridiculous. Not unlike you. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm sure this is uh, Elysian Space Dust IPA. I, I got this in particular because, you know, it references space. And uh, I know how you feel about IPAs. I'm sure you'd like to launch this into space and blow it into your dust. So there we go. I thought of you. It's not worth the price it would cost. Have you seen gas prices these days? I can't afford that. Just take it out. Uh, back it's down to 364 it. up at, uh, <laughs> down at, yeah, was it three? Yeah, 364 or something uh, up here. So at, at the VD. Yes, I have seen gas prices. Right? Probably at the VD. No. No? Up at the uh, SC. Now, VD's rocking 374. Mm. Howard's thinking about that one. You just take a minute. I'm I, yeah, that. yeah, no. I, I'm ignoring it. I, I, I'm just wondering why we're like just throwing out, you know, all these like code name acronyms for these places, you know? Because they just... got to pay us for this shit. We're referencing their business. We demand monetary compensation. Why? Because this show isn't free for us to put on in a free platform. Anyway, how's the IPA there, uh, Big D? Not too bad. Didn't all fit in my glass because of the the head, but the, I'll take this moment now and uh, say that it it tastes delicious. Shame on you, Kidder. Uh, but a nice head you got uh, there. Show off my special special glass. Uh, <laughs> this is a uh, from a. I don't know that I can call it banquet because banquet is too formal, but it's from uh, the maintenance professional of the year banquet from 2010 when I was stationed in Germany. Uh, it sounds fancier than it is. It's a license for a bunch of military aircraft and munitions maintainers to get together and consume and do silly things. And some of which may make the news. I was not involved in that, of course, but I saw plenty. <clears throat> So, to any of my ammo brothers that may or may not be watching, here's to you. And if you are watching, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. This may not be the best episode if you're first starting. You know, go back to, like, episode 71. Now, that was a classic. Please subscribe and like. Oh, and visit BeerBluesBS.com. Howard, what are you drinking? Well, Kidder, uh, I had to be up ridiculously early today because uh, I traveled for work. So I figured I needed a little extra pep in my step to get through tonight's show. And uh, since you gave me these and they've been sitting in my fridge, uh, I might as well have one. So I have the Mountain Dew Hard. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be S-A-W-F-T swift with that one. It's hard. Yeah. So let's see. Five percent alcohol. My volume. You have to be twenty-one or plus because this contains alcohol. Do the do. Nothing. Uh, nothing else much. So, but this is just the regular, not one of the fancy flavored ones, Skitter. Just the regular. You know, it's all right. 
you know, it tastes like Mountain Dew that somebody put a little bit too much alcohol in. But it's kind of got like an overly sweet aftertaste. It was kind of my... What I'm picking up on it. So, it's all right. I don't know that I'd have it again. I had to give it a rating... Yeah, maybe a 2.5. That's where I'd rate it. <clears throat> yeah. It's not as good as that... Um, Gosh, we've talked about on the show before the other one, the uh, not your father's. Um, what was it? Mountains. Well, or not the, the root beer. Mountain Dew. Well, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Now I'm disappointed, kidder. I have two more of these up in my fridge. Mm. Meh. Enjoy those. All right. What do we got in here? What's left? Um, two from Des Moines. Let's open this thing up. <clears throat> this seems like it's something that uh, Big D may have had in his pants earlier today. A burnout brown. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Hmm. I'm sorry. Maybe it didn't burn. Maybe it just happened. <laughs> It all happens. It's okay. It's a, you know, nature's call. This is a brown ale brewed and canned at the Fire Trucker Brewery in Ankeny, Iowa. And beer is art. Here's the official uh, info on the side of the can. Easily readable, of course, because, you know, we have to focus. 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 So, as you can see, it's a... Uh, Burnout Brown, whatever. Uh, 16 fluid ounces in this pounder. 5.3% alcohol by volume. And 32 on the IBUs. So you know this one is going to really get me rolling. Um, information on this, as you can tell, there's really nothing aside from the sick, wicked burnout that's also brown but black on the can. Hmm. Yeah, there's like nothing on this can other than it was born March 3rd, 2022. Um, their website isn't even listed on this can, which I think is uh, firetruckerbrewery.com. But don't quote me. So before I uh, actually crack this sucker open, debuting tonight, yes, the Pounder protector there the stanley cup champions it's called Reto avalanche so let's get this thing in oh that's right it's the slim cans all right we're not going that route we're just going for it whoa she's getting fired up almost had a brown burnout here it's good it didn't spray all over though like uh, what happened to howard because that one, that one was, that was a miracle that he made it out alive. Hmm. Well, that's a little thick. Nice flavor. You're a typical brown ale. Um, 
Yeah, nice flavor to it. I'd give it a solid four. Hmm. 0.1. 4.1. So, anyway, since uh, that's for the the slim cans, like uh, some of those other drinks that are happening now, got that quality right there. Beautiful. Have to share a couple other things since we're talking about it. Got the official patch. Can put that on the old jersey right there. Quality, authentic Stanley Cup champion patch. <clears throat> also, uh, uh, an oldie but a goodie. This is a puck from the 95-96 season right there. Winning the Stanley Cup. Officially licensed by the National Hockey League. And uh, because, you know, you need to, there is again for this year, the official championship puck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If only it could focus, because that would be nice. But there's that. It's not over yet. I believe I showed the glass. But uh, again, the Stanley Cup championship glass, pint glass, which if you want to get a... Uh, Beer Blues and BS pint glass to match one of these. They are available right now at beerbluesbs.com. Final thing. Yeah, check it out. This here, as you can see, Stanley Cup champions. There you go. Look at that, huh? That would be the official game used ice in the old liquid form right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and little little stand to put it on, and even a certificate of authenticity on the back, so then you know that uh, it's actually legitimate, and the picture of them filling up every one of these things from the ice, so that's pretty cool. I happen to uh, finally get those because, you know, this stuff doesn't quite happen overnight, but... Uh, we got it. We're good. It's officially licensed. On with the show. <laughs> you know, Kendra, I was going to say, guess how much uh, championship stuff I picked up? <clears throat> That'd be a big goose egg, Bob. Yeah, that'd be correct. That would be correct. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Just not a true fan. I understand. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, I understand. It's it, 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 I just, I don't know. Like No I, freaking theory. Who put that crap in there? <laughs> what the freak are you talking about? <sighs> so, uh, Big D, it's been a while since we've had you on the show. What's new with you? What's new indeed? Yeah, not, not a lot. Just, uh, uh, working, taking care of little D, uh, helping, uh, keep him occupied so that Mrs. D can work on her PhD soon. She'll be Dr. D. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, Mrs. Dr. Haven't really D. done a whole heck of a lot over the summer. Mrs. Dr. D. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's all that, uh, forecasting thunderstorms and, uh, because the 
because of the Red River Valley, my forecasting of thunderstorms can get uh, screwed with quite a bit. Not a big problem. It just happens. Kind of like last night. How'd you like that giant mesoscale convective action happening? Not really a whole lot of it hit Grand Forks. Um, I didn't really know anything was going on until I woke up at about 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning with my... Uh, of my two dogs, the older, smaller, crankier one uh, was trying to sit on my head because she doesn't like thunderstorms. Trying to sit on my head, and then little D has a habit of just crawling in with uh, uh, me and my wife at about, you know, generally 12 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. So I'm trying to keep the dog from sitting on his head. So I'm on my side trying to keep her calm and. Uh, uh, keep her from running around all over the place. Uh, it didn't work very well. That's about the most excitement that Grand Forks saw, anyway. North side of the town, uh, down here, picked up uh, maybe a quarter inch. And here, on the south end, dry. Completely missed hmm. the south end. <clears throat> so officially, Bismarck received zero or maybe a trace. But nothing here at the Triple B Studios south. And then it just kind of blew up off to the east there between uh, Bismarck and Jamestown, and they got some decent rain, I think. Mm-hmm. You drink any good cocktails lately? Not really any cocktails. Had a, I've had a, a cider. Mrs. D and I have had a, a few ciders up at the uh, movie theater in uh, East Grand Forks a couple of times. Not really much in the way of cocktails. Eh, gin and tonic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. You yeah. like what you like, and that's fine. I like the old fashioned with no cherry because cherry is like communism and a Sazerac. Well, <clears> then, delicious. then why do you put the, the cherry in the run sheet? The Google knows everything. It can track you. Even when you're saying that you're not being tracked, they'll find you. Yeah, not just Google. I'm sure. Amazon Alexa also, you know, everyone's wondering, freaking out about government wiretaps and like it. Days gone by. Oh, the government's going to wiretap. Government's going to wiretap. Then, of course, Amazon Alexa and uh, home automation comes on. Hey, uh, hey, wiretap. Give me a recipe for biscuits. Um, okay. Extra biscuits. Doesn't make for sense. You. Society's weird. You're just figuring this out now? <laughs> no, as one of the weirder members, I've known this for a long time. So, Sunday, I'll be in your neck of the woods, <clears throat> just to the south. Be hitting up the. Really? Mar- the Margot Forehead area for a concert series. And that uh, concert series, I got to look it up every time. It's the Rock the Rails featuring August Burns Red, We Came as Romans, These Hearts, Hollow Front, and Void of Vision. Mm hmm. It's uh, Sunday. Music starts at 4.30. Rain or shine, because it's outdoors at the Fargo Brewing. And uh, tickets for a whole, like, $24 a piece. So, you know, it's going to be a quality show. I was going to say, if you guys are wondering what I'm up to, um, just because I keep looking yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, what are you doing over there? Um, well, you know, one of my favorite miniature companies is uh, Reaper Miniatures. And they do a quarterly painting contest. So each quarter they choose a different miniature from their line and 
people paint them up and then they post it on Facebook and based on how many likes it gets on the Facebook post, uh, that person wins. And I haven't ever participated in it. Um, but it just so happens that the miniature that they chose for this quarter, I, I had a, I had one. I knew where to find it. Uh, so I'm working right now, as we do this, on cleaning up all of the uh, mold lines off of this thing. Which there is a incredibly lot of. Um, but I won't have my paint cam up for it because uh, part of the rules is you can't share which one is yours so that like all of the faithful beer blues and BS listeners would go out and say vote for mine and, and win. So uh, <clears throat> I mean this comes up late enough so it wouldn't really matter. Uh, let me do some quick assembly here and I can show you what this thing is. Put this thing together. I think the whole miniature thing is just an act. You got this giant Optimus Prime little billet kit down there, don't you? Maybe, possibly. I'm not telling. Autobots assembled. Uh, so, so here it is. You can see it. Oh, no, he showed us. He's going to cheat to win. Yeah, well, it's okay. There's no paint on it, so, yeah. I saw what it was. I'm going to vote for that. Okay. Fully uh, on the basically website and the Facebook page. Uh, but basically, it's a uh, mouse in power armor with a bunch of missiles. That's I'm really tired. Then take the nap and fire the missiles. Well, look at that. He's back, but he's still fuzzy. <laughs> but I can at least confirm that my camera is turned on. Is that what happens when you go to South Dakota? Man, now that I know it's working, I can see myself. <laughs> you know, you, you shouldn't flip off somebody. I, I mean, especially when you're flipping yourself off. I don't know what this uh, South Dakota nonsense is all about. I didn't even look well, like we'll that talk guy. About it. That little, <laughs> yeah, the little gnome. Screw you. I'm not even a blonde. What do you mean, little gnome? <laughs> so. I swear that was you. Looked just like you, especially the the photo of uh, when you had this ice cream sandwich in your mouth. How did you even do that? That's an actual photo of you that we have. I'm trying to remember when that would have been. This past weekend in South Dakota. <laughs> yep. We be, we be playing joined, tonight. <laughs> you joined a good show. <laughs> Thanks for having a, a good uh, availability in your schedule, Big D, because it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I can tell. I think uh, uh, you're not both both. off of bad days. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. You're like, this is the best part of my day. <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying to try to take it easy because, you know, it's it's been quite the week I spent, uh, well, you checked out last week's episode, you know I wasn't on the episode. Uh, I was attending a family reunion. I would have much rather have been on Beer Blues. Yes, I was getting to that. Yeah, ran into Big D uh, down there. Future Howard will put the photo up there. It was a, it was a surprise. I wasn't expecting to see him there. And there he was. I'm surprised he knew where your family reunion was, because I didn't even know where that is. And I guess that's just how I rank. Well, you know, it was a little stalkerish, Kidder. I, I'm not going to lie, you know. But 
uh, part of it is, and I, I know Big D has forgotten uh, this, but there was some trolling back and forth. That was a couple months ago, uh, where I read a uh, a text conversation between the two of us, and Big D had commented how I made him sound like a munchkin and a member of the lollipop. Oh, I fully remember this. Here we go. A theatrical reading uh, from Howard Blues of the conversation with a gentleman from Indiana. And to help our audio listeners, I will try and put on a voice for the gentleman from Indiana. And yes, it'll be highly insulting. I was going to ask, how does one from Indiana sound? But we're about to find out. I, well, when, I'm you, not, when you make it up, <laughs> I'm not going to do anything that's Indiana. It's just, uh, yeah, he, he can get a kick out of this when he finally was. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm shamefully admit I have caught an episode. I haven't caught an episode for a couple of months, but I started playing the most recent one on my commute. And I have to ask a potentially really dumb question. Am I the gentleman from Indiana to which you refer? And did I cause you goobers to break a promise to your fans? <laughs> so I, re- I responded. Laugh out loud. So <clears throat> in episode eight, we started calling you out because we invited you on the show and you had not committed. We did so by mocking your Indiana tattoo. Because of that, we dubbed you the gentleman from Indiana. Since episode eight, we have made a point on calling you out in every single episode, sometimes in fun and mocking ways, like making a new year resolution to have you on the show in 2022. You have stood us up for 32 episodes. There were, was even a point where we had a race to see who would be on the show first, you or Farva. He won. He responded... You magnificent bastards. What do you got for us, Howard? What do you got? Uh, You're wearing the ref shirt. Yep. An official statement uh, from the uh, Triple B legal department. To the fans of Beer, Blues, and BS. Uh, When we started Beer, Blues, and BS, the goal was to provide an entertaining show. A show that welcomed everyone to pull up a seat, pull a, pour a cold beverage, relax, and enjoy time with friends. A show that was mildly educational, but was more akin to spending time with two good buddies. Recently, it was brought to our attention that a joke we told on the show went too far. In episode 42 of the podcast, Howard shared a conversation with the individual known as the gentleman from Indiana. In reading that conversation, Howard took on a different voice to help the audio listeners distinguish between the two sides involved in the conversation. While Howard tried to conjure up the geek voice used in the opening of of the podcast, it came off closer to that of the lollipop guild munchkins from The Wizard of Oz. Comments were made to Beer, Blues, and BS, letting us know how the voice was received. It was never our plan to offend. The voice used by Howard was meant to be comedic. We here at the Triple B would like to take this time to apologize. We owe you a personal apology for our offensive voice work in episode 42. We are sorry you had to suffer from our foolishness. You are a dear friend, and we would not intentionally hurt your feelings. Uh, 
We hope you will be able to forgive us. We have tremendous respect for you and your abilities, and we hope we can continue to work well together. We are sorry for insinuating that you sound like a gentleman from Indiana. To all of you, the members of the Lollipop Guild of Munchkinland, we are terribly sorry and hope you will forgive us. Sincerely, Howard Blues and Mark Kidder. Hmm. So when I happened to be, uh, I was at Storybook Land in Aberdeen, and there happened to be a uh, Lollipop Guild munchkin there, I immediately took the photo and uh, had to text Steve and say, hey, didn't know you were in South Dakota. So that is uh, where that joke started. You're welcome, Big silly munchkin singing right there the video my miners that connection is kind of weird so uh i didn't actually see you singing killer i could only hear oh, you good. yeah that was actually pretty hilarious but still still screw you. The final uh that's oh i know that's like one thing two i'm not a blonde and i know future Howard's put up the picture already i'm not a blonde clearly thing three i've never been to south dakota and thing four i will take a big giant shit in your shoes Next time I'm in Bismarck. Just saying. It's good that I don't have fish because my fish's shoes don't need shit in them. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I said it right. I think the audio yeah. coming through badly on your end. Yeah, that's what it was. Only Go through, uh, through South power. Dakota first, I think. Needless to say, uh, though, <laughs> I, I was at this family reunion, um, and it was... It was Kidder. We talked about this uh, back in episode uh, 71. How uh, I played golf for the first time in five years. Um, and uh, I, I texted you what were, uh, you know, my team ended up losing. We were playing best ball. I have to admit, Kidder, I was the last person picked when the family was uh, dividing up teams. So <clears throat> sh- sh- shows you, shows you. Uh, where where my family thought my golf skills ranked, and most of them had never played with me before. Well, apparently they weren't far off. Judging by your yeah. score, my score wasn't too bad. We were one under, so hmm. that's not not bad, man. You must have been playing with uh, three other really good players. Uh, one really good player who kind of carried the team, <laughs> and that was uh, that was, was about that your it. No, he, he was on the other. Because here's the thing, Kidder. And nothing against my family, but part of the idea behind this this golf scramble was let's mix up the families, you know, so that you, you, you get to play with some different relatives, maybe somebody you haven't seen. You know, that was the idea. Well, on my team, uh, was it was led by my uncle, who... Uh, rode around in their cart with his daughter-in-law, so she was on the team. And then it was my cousin Tommy and his wife in the other cart. And there was me, all by myself. 
I was like the awkward fifth wheel in this golf game. Was uh, it's pretty sad, man. Pretty sad. I mean, the sound I played terrible. Yeah, I, I played terribly, Kidder. I, I'm not gonna lie. I that was probably the worst game of golf I have uh, played in ever. That <clears throat> well, was... At least five years. Yeah. Not like you I call just... or text me to you know go visit a golf course. I've been busy. I, I didn't even have time, Kidder. Even if I could have texted you, it would have been like I don't know when we're gonna do this, but I now. should have. I Let's should go now. All right, yeah. I'll meet you in New Salem. Let's go. <laughs> don't don't say the course name because I can give away all secrets. <laughs> you gotta use the code words. The NS. <laughs> NS. And uh we gotta stop in Salem. Cause there's some witchcraft going on with your golf game. Clearly. Yeah, I, I could have used that. Um so yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really have fun with the the golf. Was it the same? Plus, uh, my cousin is very much like you. Has to have music playing from his golf cart the whole time. I don't have to. I mean, it it, it it's one of those things. I just come to expect it. You always have music playing. Um, you usually choose something classy though. This was nine holes of me listening to '90s rap. Some people's kids. That's why they shouldn't yeah. be allowed on a golf course. So. I, the golf thing that was, yeah. Um, of course, Skitter, I also told you on the first night I got soaked trying to help get our dinner in from the rain as a rainstorm came through. So that was fun. Um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Uh, my kids were the best behaved kids of the entire weekend. Um, as my cousin Tommy's kids proceeded to lock him and his wife out of their cabin. And uh, get into an orange juice fight at dinner. My other cousin's kids decided to have a kicking fight in the middle of a storybook land. Because, yeah, we were that white trash family. It was uh, it uh, it it was bad. It was kind of like, oh my gosh, just, you know, just let them Rochambeau, and then flip a coin to see who goes first. There's that. There was a lot of indiscriminate swearing. I mean, a lot like of show. swearing. I, it was it was worse than our this show has ever been. You know, it was it was pretty bad. I can make um, up for it if you want. No, please don't. To take the words out of Howard's mouth, it's been a week. It, it yeah. Um, you know, so it was it it was nice to see the family. Um, but I was glad when it was done. You know, and. Uh, Glad, glad to be back, although then my work week was crazy. So, and I can't talk about a lot of my work week. I probably won't be able to talk a lot about next week either. It's like Fight Club. You shouldn't talk about it anyway. Yeah. First rule about work you don't talk about work. Did drink a lot of beer, though, Kidder. I did drink a lot of beer. And what was on tap that last weekend? Oh, uh, you know, I had a couple of the uh, sours I've been drinking on the show. Uh, some Bud Light. I had a Hams at one point. Mm, must have yeah. been from your dad's collection. No, the Hams was. Um, but I also offloaded uh, some things that have been in my fridge for a while that I'm like, I really don't want to have to drink the rest of these. So, you know, I'm finally out of the uh, Shiner candied pecan 
That was going to be my first guess. I threw that in my dad's cooler, and he kind of looked at me. He's like, I don't want that crap. I'm like, pawn it off on somebody you don't like. And he did. I wouldn't have even told him. (laughs) Just leave it in there. Here, I got something good for you. You know what this is from eight months ago. uh, He he knew what it was because he's had one. But and it was one of those like he caught me putting it in his cooler as I was getting ready to leave. Um, but he didn't catch the second one that I had already put in there, you know, like the day before. So, yeah. it's his own fault. Well, it, it's okay because he probably nailed one of the uh, relatives with that because they were just all going over to his cooler and pulling beer out. Uh, my sister was there, she brought. Uh, her boyfriend hmm. and uh, yeah he just kind of kept going over to my dad's cooler and pulling beer out and drinking it you know like I, I don't even I didn't even keep track of how much he drank but I mean he out drank a lot of us so which might explain why he was terrible at uh, bags or as we here in the greater Dakota call it cornhole he was terrible. Worst player. Yeah. I did pretty well. I won some games. Some games doesn't sound like most games or all games. Um, and remember, if you don't win, you lose. I didn't like keep track of how many games I played, but I'll put it this way. I won more than I lost. How's mm-hmm. that? Sounds like the... <clears throat> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I stopped caring. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, I, I kind of won. I'm, I'm just trying to hang on to something. I, I, I get it, Kidder. I, I get of it. life. Just, I'm here. Kidder is here and bitter, like the coffee I drank this morning. Not holiday coffee, I'm guessing. Ah, damn nope. it, I said their name. Now you gotta pay us. Do they really have to pay us if we're the ones who mention their name? They should. Hmm. Getting them one oh, of those no. tens and tens of views. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I had holiday coffee twice today. It's a lot of coffee. Oh, I thought I, I got lie. Big D with that one. It sounded like he laughed, but maybe he just coughed from not talking. <laughs> It's like ah, I'm it was, still here. It was guys. a half cough, half laugh because I had a similar uh, big tall cup of battery acid from the gas station on the way into work because I had no coffee in my house this morning. Well, Not a smart but, uh, I, I have to ask. So, which which gas station did you go to? Whose coffee did you have? Uh, did you get some VD? No, I got some FU. Uh, I think it was Simonson. Yeah. Either Simonson or Stamart. It's like right by my house, but I never go there. So uh, uh, starts with an it starts with an S. See, that's your first mistake because the the best gas station coffee is holiday coffee. Don't think we have a holiday near my house. See, I would go near my oh, house and Grande. near my house in Grand Forks is kind of relative because everything is near everything in Grand Forks. But you know. Yeah, that that's that, that's your your first mistake is is drinking any other gas station's coffee. Yes. Well, clearly he hasn't watched the episode where we thoroughly discuss. In fact, it's more than 
more than one episode where we have discussed the uh, gas station uh, beverages, coffees, etc. Or had them glowing in the background. You mean that outback? Yeah, it was in the in the foreground <clears throat> that you can't see. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> so um, um, there's uh, things in the the talk about the things and well, um, I, I controversy, controversy. Howard likes controversy. There's got to be something going on that's controversial other than this show and its entertainment value. You know, I, I, I really should pay more attention to what I'm doing. I just glued my finger to this miniature. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, that's the thing. It happened. <clears throat> um, yeah, controversy, uh, Kidder. I got some controversy, and it's your favorite kind of controversy. It's baseball controversy. But I, I think this relates to other things that you enjoy, and, and you'll have an opinion on it. So, so just hear me out on this. Uh, so this, this past weekend, it was the Twins versus the Blue Jays. And in, uh, I, okay, I'm a little hazy on which inning and da-da-da, but it was towards the end of the game. Uh, a play happens where balls hit out to center field, Center fielder catches it, throws it to third to try and, you know, get the runner as he's trying to make it to third. Runner makes it. He's safe. Next play. Next batter hits the ball out to left field. The left fielder catches it, throws it to home. Now, if you are a baseball fan and you know the baseball rules, uh, there are rules. You as the catcher, you cannot block the plate. You have to leave a lane open for the runner to slide into home. Uh, unless, and it's unless, you have to move to catch the ball. It's the only exception to that. So the Twins catcher, you know, takes, leaves the space, moves to catch the ball, takes the runner out. The umpire on the field calls the runner out. The Blue Jays challenge this uh, play, saying that the Twins catcher did not leave a lane. And, you know, that's fine. They have a right to challenge it. It goes to New York, to the viewer booth. And the guys in New York, they overturn it. They say, nope, guy is safe, even though he didn't even make it to the plate, kidder. <laughs> so, guys ruled safe. Twins go on to lose the game because of this. Hmm. The uh, Twins coach came out, pleaded his case, or more like, or less, swore and uh, cussed and gave the umps a piece of his mind, including a very classy move. He uh, looked up at the imaginary booth where this video replay would have happened and uh, looked right at the camera and gave him a good old, you know, F you. That was, that was classy. Uh, he would, in the press conference, call this the worst bit of umpiring ever. He goes, nobody ever called this. You know, it, it's not a it's not a common thing that's called, not a common thing that's overturned. The guys on the field got it right, and yet they're overturned by somebody in New York 
who wasn't there and didn't call it. And you can watch, I, I've seen the video replay. Like you can see everything was done perfectly textbook by on the catcher's part. So textbook. Um bit, been a bit of controversy on that, but Kenner, you know, we watch other sports like hockey that has a video team that's mm-hmm. watching, you know, in Toronto and making rulings on things. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of want your thoughts on this whole, you know, the guys in the, you know, elsewhere, basically making a really bad call and costing a team a game. Well, then the refs don't get shellacked through the rest of the game. So it takes the ownership off of them. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think it, uh, because it's gone both ways for the Avs in the past season where it's gone to Toronto and they've overturned things that shouldn't have been. And then, uh, as we saw, the uh, video replay shows that it, you know, was indeed in favor of the avalanche. And the anti-avalanche analysts who were former officials, oh, shit, that's in. I mean, uh, oh, wow. Whoa, that's... Uh, Big D, did you happen to hear about that in one of our previous episodes where we uh, we shared that? I think Big D fell asleep. He hasn't yeah. moved in in a while. No, I was cutting in and out. I I, I heard I, I heard you bitching about a call about the avalanche, and then it died out, and then you seemed to have finished the story. Ah. So I didn't. If you ah. Uh, I, I, I asked if you had uh, heard about our analysis from uh, one of the Stanley Cup playoff games where there was a call, the Avalanche uh, ended up scoring a goal and the other team challenged it. ESPN has a former or a couple former NHL officials on staff as analysts <clears throat> And as they're watching the replay, because leading up to that camera angle, yep, that's not a goal. There's no way that goes in, this, that, another thing. And they show a different angle, and you can clearly see the puck shot up straight and bloop, right in the back of the net. And he literally says, oh, shit, that's in on the national broadcast. And then goes, ah, yeah, step that... That's some good stuff right there. That that sure went in. Shoot, yeah. I don't know if you happen to see that or our analysis previously about it, but yeah, that's when it happened to go in the favor of the avalanche. I did not see that. Wish I had. Well, um, I happen to know that there's a previous episode of Beer, Blues, and BS where you can watch that whole thing right here or listen to it on your favorite podcast audio listening service of choice but speaking of that again yeah howard do you remember that episode number off the top of your head um been a good 10 ago probably by now yeah it's somewhere in the 60s somewhere in the 60s uh, you know, all you have to do, Big D, is just wait for this episode to come out, and there there will be a thing from Future Howard where he's gone into YouTube, looked at the topics, found it, and uh, put it up there. 
because that's what future Howard does. Or you could mm -hmm. just watch all of our episodes and then you'd know for yourself. That is one possibility. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. Not enough, uh, not enough time. Mm. Got mm. too many, uh, too many somethings to do. Insert something here that sounds good as a More time important. waster. Oh, okay. Right. I do have to share though that uh, apparently, apparently, uh, Bowen Byram, as you know, is a member of the Colorado Avalanche. Was on the Stanley Cup championship team. Apparently, he will be missing a significant amount of time in the rest of the offseason and upcoming season, potentially, due to an STD that he contracted at the Stanley Cup parade. So, folks in the in around the Denver area, now is the time to get tested. Go get your dirtiness taken care of. And if you flew in for the parade, well, damn it, clean yourself up. Don't be bringing that trash around the Colorado Avalanche. We can't have these sorts of delays. What is this, Big D? You know, I, I'm just going to say this with <laughs> your guys' code names and things. You guys keep saying VD, which uh, yeah. I, I know that it stands for Valley Dairy. What? 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 Whoa! Hold on! But every time you say VD, all I can think of is venereal disease. So <laughs> this has been a really weird bit of conversation of, you know, where'd you get coffee from? VD? From a venereal disease? I, yeah. I mean, you could probably These get coffee from somebody who has that. I don't know. I, I would I think guess you gotta get your mind there. out of the gear of the young man. Or that. <laughs> get yourself gutter, together, right? Howard. You're all over the place. Clean up your act. Get some gum. That I think that hard Mountain Dew is not agreeing with you. <laughs> Most things I drink on this show don't agree with me. Should have seen me after I had to drink that White Claw. Ooh. I want to see you uh, try some soju. Well, you know, I'd be willing to try it once. <clears throat> Yeah, a little combat bottle. Yeah, good, good serving size. Next time up, I'm up in Grand Forks. There, uh, Big D. Well, uh, I have to drink some. Yeah, I we'll have to wait until Mrs. D's not around because she'll give me the stink eye and deservedly snoo. Because, uh, yeah, when I was in Korea, Soju and uh, Soju and Big D did not get along. Totally by accident. Look. Soju and you—that sounds like uh, some kind of new. DNA test that needs to be run. Are you able to drink this? Yes or no? <laughs> okay. I thought it was funny. Well, with that, I, uh, I'm basically out. So, let's do a what's on tap times two and this one will be the last, the last of the, what? You're halfway? <laughs> what are you doing over there? Oh, you're painting, right. 
You're screwing off like normal. You can't even drink your damn beer. What kind of a week have you had? Ah, oh, it's been a week. Well, clearly not that bad of a week if you're not done with your damn drink yet. It's time for what's on tap times two over here. Whatever you're going to do. Oh, he's going to chug it now. He's thinking about it. He's like, I'm going to do it. Well, I'll take a little extra time for you, Howie Blues, to drink my beer and... <laughs> Show you what's on tap. So let's go ahead and show. He's you take a moment to drink. You don't have to say anything. I know you're there. I can see your face. It's fine. Drink your damn beer. <laughs> oh, so he turns off his camera. <laughs> Bunch of chicken shit. Okay, so we switch from the brown ale. We're going to the amber ale now. Hey, you know what? By you turning off your camera, maybe you have reserved and reallocated some bandwidth to Big D, so he's got a more secure internet connection. So thanks. We don't have to see your bullshit anymore. All right. Uh, probably this not. One. All I was seeing was the Blues logo, this little image the entire time. So. Yeah, he, t he turned off his camera. That's what I'm saying. So instead of him taking up all the bandwidth to yeah. see him, you know, painting and doing nothing, <laughs> it allocated over to you. So then now we can see you and all of the big D glory. Don't have to make it sound so dirty. Well, I mean, welcome to the show. Have you been on this show before? Is this your first time? I didn't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, now he's blushing. Oh, well, I mean, hey, we, we got we got Howard Blues' mind in the gutter, talking about VDs and whatnot. It's it's affecting me now because I can't stop thinking about guttery things. Damn it, Howard! You gotta gotta scratch that head. You you're, you're corrupting me. Okay, what's on tap? Well, it's anyway, the fancy pattern. Look at that. It's the uh, Fire Trucker Brewery, the Modern Art Amber. Wow. Ooh, the colors are so shiny. This, uh, again, is an amber ale. As you can see, it's a 5.3 alcohol by volume and 25 on the IBUs. Mainframe Studios, apparently. With the uh, design there. Beer is art! This is also from Ankeny, Iowa, as uh, you can tell, because this one was also made at the Fire Trucker Brewery. Uh, there's also the, the QR code. So if it were to ever focus. Yeah, I, I did that on purpose. There you go. Now you can scan it with your phone, or if you're watching this on your phone, then. You have other issues, but uh, this is a sweet a salted caramel or caramel with smooth, sweet roasted flavors and balanced hops. I don't know how you balance hops. Maybe if you put them on their side or something, but uh, again, <clears throat> Fire Trucker Brewery in Ankeny, Iowa, another classy Iowa beverage. There's couple more pieces of info on the side there that uh, we just talked about the government warning because government in in uh, and around <clears throat> Iowa I guess so we'll open this puppy up oh 
She squirted a little bit, got a mustache going on the can. Hmm. Nice ambery scent, kind of like the brown ale, but a little bit lighter. Hmm. Yes. Smoother than uh, this one. So you do get a taste of the, the sweetness with the caramel. And it's not as um, intrusive in your mouth. So I give this one a 4.2. Yeah. You know, Big D, I got to say, did you know? So it's a statement and a question. Did you know, period, and did you know, question mark. Howard is big on controversy. He talked a little bit about it earlier, but he's huge on controversy. Did you know? Uh, I had an idea. Well, apparently, he has more controversial subjects to talk about, which should probably get into the title of this so then we can actually get some views. (laughs) Controversy from Howard. What? Is up your sleeve now. Well, Kidder, what's up my uh, <clears throat> sleeve? I'm actually going to hold off on the controversy because, damn it, I drank that whole Mountain Dew hard quickly so I could be part of what's on tap. So, damn it, I I'm thought, being on what's on tap. I thought you still had a whole other thing to talk about before you actually got somewhere because I know the like trademarked name for you that's slowest beer drinker in the west mm-hmm. oh this was a malt beverage not a beer so yeah anyway kidder uh for what's on tap too uh i have from the wasatch brewery it is a devastator double bock lager which you've had on the show before actually kidder yes i remember that uh, was that eh. Yeah, uh, for those who don't remember that particular episode, it's 8% alcohol by volume. It tastes like plum, malt, and rich. However rich tastes. Uh, if you're going to sin, sin big. Our double bock is sweet, toasty, and rich. But finishes gentle. This beer has developed a serious cult following. Imagine that, a cult following in Utah. Anyway, um... You know, Kidder, I just I've had just a terrible time with these Wasatch brewery beers. I've yet to find one that I've enjoyed. So this should be good. Kind of has a bit of a chocolatey smell to it. That must be the rich. Yeah. The scent of money. It's like cocaine. Yeah. Pro tip, uh, not the best beverage to follow a hard Mountain Dew. That's uh, that's not great. Not great at all. Mm. It's coming off very chocolatey. I don't taste the plum. How it was when I had it. Yeah. Yeah, um, probably rate this like a two. 
Oh no, I'm not enjoying it. Anyway, uh, Big D, is that a new drink in your hand, or you still working on yours? That is. <clears throat> that is for what's on tap two over here. Got a. Uh, uh, decided to mix it up a little bit, do a little uh, what's on tap controversy, and not have a beer uh, because I am full of BS and there's nothing blue over here. So there goes that. But I got uh, a bit of. Canadian whiskey, a rich R and R reserve, rich and rare. Uh, is a forty percent, uh, so eighty proof, fifty mils, so about one shot. And I got it in the special whiskey glass. Got the when I was in officer training school, I was part of the Wolfpack student squadron, and our instructor. Got all of us these uh, fancy whiskey glasses because we were the whiskey flight and a little little wolf pack right there. Yep. NWO wolf pack, huh? So, mm-hmm. so may I say, Mitch, thank you. A guy who will probably never see this. <laughs> well, you know, you could share it with them. Sharing is. We caring. are friends on the book face. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do that. If you don't, we'll just tag you a bunch. Yeah, I guess I'm not surprised by that. King Troll over there. I'm just trying to figure out what Kidder's kind of stink face is that he's rocking right now. (laughs) Okay. I do have to say that this is good. Ripped cream. Uh. So did y'all see that uh, Modern Warfare 2 uh, information has been released again? They're they're releasing some of the multiplayer stuff. And it looks, you know, extra high resolution and extra realistic and those sorts of things. But my question, why do we need another 150,000 weapon skins and emblems that nobody's going to use? And cheaters. Well, it's because they need money. You know, the the whole economy of video games now is you make a skin so people purchase it because, gosh, I don't want to look the same as everybody else. And you, you know, if you get 100,000 people to buy, you know, at least a skin for a dollar, yeah, you made $100,000 on top of what it costs to already buy the game. So why can't we get somebody to buy a skin for this video? At because podcast.com. Okay. This is going to be one of those episodes where I got to like delete like 10 cheap plugs throughout the course of the episode. And I not cheap plug at all cuz it's it's just free information that's out there. I mean, if we make a buck, we make a buck. You know, it helps us to keep this show on the rails. No, no don't not. worry. I'll uh, I got I got your back. I'll uh I'll buy him a buy him beverage and there will be a chock full of cherries. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, you can buy the beverage. Doesn't mean I have to drink it. Well, that's not very polite. <laughs> I mean, so, I'm so you, you can say it because because it was me. But how how do you know if it was who was one of the one of the big fans of the show? And you're gonna you know just not uh, do anything but toss out a beverage that they buy you? That's not very considerate to your fans. You you risk losing viewership. You risk losing your uh, your fans. You do that right, there, buddy. 
Do it for the fans. Do it for the people. Yeah. Kidder's like, yeah, just, I, I don't just remember. <laughs> just remember, Kidder, your your fans do not think of them as red shirts. They will be around if you treat them right. He's he's not talking now. He's like, I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm cranky. <laughs> I wouldn't say upset. <clears throat> just, you know. I would get my meh flask, but it's upstairs. So, I, I, I mean, if you if you, if you need Kidder, I, I could call your wife. You know, tell her like, hey, your husband needs a hug. No. I could do that. You know, I'm good. Make you feel better. I need to win the lottery or something. Like, <clears throat> you know, that helps something. Some tiny piece of everything. At least for a week, <laughs> it'd help. <laughs> Get this show off the ground. <laughs> yeah, win the lottery. Get some of those ninety thousand IRS agents that they've recently uh, hired to come after you. Hey, I thought about applying because those some bitches can can carry weapons and be armed in the term of their duty, and they can freaking shoot people. So I mean, there's that. Hey, you owe five dollars on your IRS taxes here. I feel I feel threatened. This sounds like just a bad comedy that would end up on like Fox, you know. He was an ordinary guy and then he joined the IRS task force. <laughs> and then he lost his shit. Kidder's like I'm trying to find more topics to put on the uh on the on the old run sheet. So <clears throat> but uh I was going to say, well, we're in this awkward pause. Unless, unless Big D, you want to hear the controversy, although you could always just listen to the episode. I, I know you got to take off here shortly. So, you know, if you have any last words, any last thing you want to talk about or share, you know, can give you the floor here for a bit. Mm, anything you want to share. Well, there's, there's plenty, just none of it's coherent. So the, the less said, probably the better. For right now, just because you know, being put on the spot and everything, you know. <laughs> but now, just uh, it's always good to uh, get together on the interwebs with you, uh, gentlemen, and hopefully, we'll be able to cross paths in person uh, before too terribly long. I think we're only what four hours, four hours drive, so we can probably figure something out. Yeah, we we really do need to get together. I mean, it's kind of a shame. You have been all over the world, living in all these really different, crazy cool places. You know, and you finally come back, and you're within four hours. I have yet to see you. We we got to rectify this, man. Got to rectify it. Mm-hmm. You got it easy with the phrase. I was thinking about that the other day, and it, it dawned on me that it's it's been a year. It's been a year since I've been back. And... Like where the time I was driving back from work uh, just yesterday on Highway Two, thing it's been a year. August twenty fifth is when I rolled into town last year. We're coming up on that. Time flies. Time flies. Think you got? Yeah. This is where I'm getting deep. You think you got all the time in the world until you don't. Okay, deep moment over. I was also uh, <laughs> walking around Clifford Hall thinking about a a, a a an absent friend earlier today too. So. I gotta, I gotta stop getting deep. Yeah. That's what happens when you're the big D.
Yeah. Hey, Kate, here, here's one. Here's one for you. I know you got to leave soon, but you know, we, we haven't gotten to this story because during all the time that we've known you, you haven't gone by big D that's a, that's a relatively new nickname, at least in our world. And you actually, in the first time you were around the show, you, you teased telling us this. So, so how did you go from just Steve, the guy we know, to Big D? How did that nickname come to be? So two-part answer. One, when I was, uh, uh, when you said that I, you know, perhaps want to take a moniker for this uh, podcast, uh, I just, I couldn't think of anything else. And it uh, it popped uh, popped to mind, um, but he, uh, but it was it was shut up, kidder. Uh, no, the uh, the origin of Big D was um, when I was working. Uh, so my last enlisted assignment, I was uh, at Royal Air Force Crowton, England, which is about a half hour north of Oxford. I was working in the uh, office of the Inspector General. Uh, and the, that office was split between Crowden and Alkenberry. It's about an hour and a half uh, northeast of there. And the superintendent and uh, pretty much the rest of the staff, save two of us, uh, were based up there at Alkenberry. The superintendent would uh, just randomly call up on my uh, office phone and I'd say, uh, IG, whatever. And then he'd say, hey. Big D, what are you doing? Kind of caught me off guard, but uh, that's where it started. Uh, it was on my uh, it was on my plaque uh, when I left uh, England, and uh, if future Howard needs a picture, I can make that happen on Monday. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where it uh, kind of where it started. Uh, my boss, my last boss in England, uh, just started throwing it out there, and it stuck. Was there a? I'm also six foot, two hundred and twenty pounds, so I'm kind of big. Oh, <laughs> was there a conversion rate? You know, between the imperial and the, you know, regular, actual, normal scaling system. You know, from metric. So England's weird. They they kind of use all they they use pounds for weight. They also use kilograms for weight. So, I don't know. <laughs> well, we definitely, the next time you're on, we, we should talk more about your world travels. And, and I say that because, as I said, you, you've lived in some very different places all around the world, and uh, I'm sure there's some good stories in there. So the, the next time you're on, Big D, we, we got to dive into that a little bit, you know? As much as you're willing to talk about and share, but uh, you know, I know you've lived in in Germany and Guam, and I think you were in South Korea at one point in England. So you've you've you been around the world, man. So he's saying you've been around. around, and then I left. <laughs> I left my my overseas life and went to North Carolina. <laughs> but hey, now now you're here I'm in the greater Carolina anymore. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I I, I I can I can I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. but hey, now you're back in North Dakota, and and that's great. So yeah, we should dive into that and talk about that because I'm sure there's some things you could uh, could tell us about living in those different places and different countries and such. So, but I don't want I don't want to keep you too long because I I know you 
you, you got to run. So for next time, a teaser for the next time yeah, that Big he is on the, the show. Well, Big D, thanks for joining us uh, on you know the show tonight. Uh, I, I know Kidder and I are a bit punchy and uh, in such tonight. Uh, we I think we both have had kind of terrible weeks, and so we're a bit a bit angry. Personally, I think he's just trying to get you off the show for some reason. He's like, you know what? It's been, uh, I don't know, 25 minutes, so it's time for you to get the hell out of here. That's really what it sounds like. So I'm here to defend you, Big D. I'm here to support you. You want to talk about your world travels and your old wrestling days and anything that you want to talk about, man, you go right ahead. We have plenty more time on this episode. You just go ahead, talk about everything that you want to talk about, man. You got all the time in the world. <clears throat> I'm here to listen and support you. Why? Because I care about you, Big D. Howard, apparently not. I don't know. So maybe this weekend well, when I'm I in Fargo, you come down to Fargo. I legitimately do have to go. Uh... Uh, go track. I do have to go uh, legitimately track down a postal truck. I mean, go to bed because it's been a long day. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, All right, Indeed, gentlemen. We'll we'll catch you down the road at some point. It's a pleasure as always, and I will see you, gentlemen, later. All right. You take her easy. She's easier. You take her twice. Well, he left, so he'll hear it on the replay. <laughs> oh, so, Howard Blues. By Get God, her. there he is. <laughs> now what do we do with the show? Oh, I mean, we got stuff to talk about, but you know, Kidder, I mean, it's... Uh... Yeah, it sounds like we both have had just a, a really rough week, and we're trying to make the best show we can, but... Uh... You know, uh, I think future Howard's going to have to come in and bail us out a little bit on this one and try and make this into something amazing. So, uh, I, you know, I I know I got some more topics. Uh, I, I know you got at least one topic. At least I think that was your topic. It'd be really mean um, if Big D had put a topic into the run sheet and then ran. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> that was him. Just like that stupid drink that's right in the freaking picture of it, right? Right in the top half of the rundown. Son of a bitch. Okay, so for the audience, and, and I'll, I'll admit something here. So what he put in there was the no topic seven controversy. And Kidder, I, you know, because I, I, I'm set up in paint desk mode. So I have you over here, which is why I keep looking off this way. And uh, I can just barely see the run sheet. I kind of have to lean to see it. And so I don't know why I didn't catch what that he was making a, you know, a joke about the fact that there's no topic seven on the run sheet until just now. I just, I honestly thought that somebody had like, I, I sat there, I read, I'm like, no topic seven. Okay. Well, I'll be interested to hear what this is. Smart ass. Hmm. See, I have to say that he would be, the kind of guy, <clears throat> Dick, that would delete or change the numbers that are listed on the topics to purposely not have a number seven. 
I'm not saying that he did, but I'm saying there's no number seven. So I mean, it's a possibility, right? I I mean it. Uh, it is a possibility, and you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. You know, I I, I know he was uh, he was fairly annoyed by the whole uh, Munchkinland doppelganger thing. Um, <laughs> I have to ask you because I I. I I mentioned to you in text when I was trolling him with this uh, whole doppelganger uh, thing. I had mentioned to you that you should uh, should say to him that you'd seen him in South Dakota and that he would probably give you a reaction. Did you ever text him and, and ask if, if he was in, you know? No. I saved it. Well, I didn't know that he was going to be here, but <clears throat> I, I I saved it. Yeah, I, he he literally contacted me like, and I think it was like six o'clock. It's like, hey, I could be on the show. It's like, okay, don't tell Kidder because I won't. <laughs> so, yeah, it's okay. We'll get him back. You know, we'll get him back at some point. Oh, so I think I- that uh, <clears throat> I think that we got him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not that his internet let us get him, but he'll see on the final product. It's there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't remember the internet being that bad in Grand Forks. You know? Maybe, maybe it's just what he pays for or doesn't pay for. Maybe he's stealing a neighbor's internet. We just don't know. We don't have these answers. It is Big D after all. We remember... He joined me on this show from a bathroom in a hotel. So that tells you about the standards that he keeps. I'm just going to say, you know, right? Huh? Huh? The bathroom. Big, big D, classiest guest here on the Triple B. <laughs> Shit, it could have been from the hallway. At least, no, it's the bathroom. He's sitting on the shitter. <laughs> like, you got your pants on, right? You hear like, oh, <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Yep. <laughs> yep. Only on this show. Only on this show. <laughs> oh, no, not only on this show. Remember, I used to be part of uh, the morning show on a Grand Forks radio station. We would talk specifically about toilet news. So. I- yeah, you know, Kidder, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I never listened to you on that, uh, on that show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't expect you to. That was when I was developing my chops, cutting my teeth in radio. <laughs> and then, you know what? I brought it to this town, and I took over the number one spot. Not only here, running this town. I ran all the towns in America. That's right. Sea to shining sea, top to bottom, number one per capita for over two years. Right here, out of Bismarck, on Rock 101. That's not a shout-out. That's not a prediction. That's a truth. 100%. Yeah. Well, and and hey, uh, you know, if people didn't catch, you were back on Rock 101 here this uh was it this week or was that last I, week? They both. put them together. Both. I was on both weeks. Yes. Whoa. Last week, 
a full seven days ago, plus I was on two days in a row. And then this week, Tuesday morning, I was on and this upcoming Tuesday morning, I will again be on the radio spouting the truths of the rock of Bismarck Mandan. Yes. Uh, more information at 1015.fm. But I have also talked about this show on the radio. Why? Because it's available on iHeartRadio for free, which you can subscribe to Beer Blues and BS. That's what I'm talking about. This show. Yeah. So is this gonna be a is this gonna be a regular gig for you there, Kidder? Is is this Not is this your return to radio? Or is this just <laughs> for shits and giggles? Is, is this just a return? <clears throat> What's funny is a bunch of people have asked me or sent in messages like, oh, get her back. Yes. And I'm like, I'm not really back. He's coming back to radio. Wow. And I'm like, I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half. You can tune into that. That'd be great. You know, it's my regular, regular gig. That'd be awesome. You'll watch beer blues and BS. That'd be fantastic. He's going to be on the radio. I mean, yeah, I have been, but beer blues and BS. I mean, that's, you know, huh? Huh? So, to that question, I don't specifically have an answer. I don't know if it'll be a regular thing. Uh, the biggest answer is time will tell. I see. I was I was trying to get a scoop for our listeners, but that's uh, all well, right. It's kind of a scoop. It's kind, kind of, of a scoop. Listen of. to Beer Blues and BS or watch Beer Blues and BS and you get all the latest Kidder news and the latest Howard news and the latest Big D news every six months that he graces us with his presence or whatever else. You know, you know what, Kidder? I, I am a, a little disappointed. I uh, I haven't been on the last two times that the local geek has uh, has been on. I know. I, and he, he sidestepped you I, I, twice. <laughs> I mean, it's not here. I'm going to be on the show. All right, <laughs> you know I, I, you know it's uh, you know again. I'm sorry, local geek. I know I'm the one who started the whole like rating with a three point two five seven eight four. You know I, I, I get it, man. I, that was me. I started that. I'll accept that. But I keep hoping for him to be on, Kidder, because uh, th- you know there's there's a board game controversy that I've been following that I want his take on uh, at some point. Um. Just because I think it'd be interesting. So, hey, local geek, you know, anytime you want to come back on, I, I got a controversy for you. But uh, get her, you, you, you started talking about a controversy that I was have on the run sheet, and then I, you know, for some god awful reason, decided I needed to drink this devastator beer. Still not good. Um. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned this last week that I was on uh, about a game company called Privateer Press who have started a new edition of their big game, War Machine Hordes. Here's the thing, Kidder. Uh, last weekend was the biggest four days of gaming. That's right. It was Gen Con. It's, uh, you know, for those of us in the board geek or for board geek, in the something board in game, the normal world that we haven't heard of. Yeah, for those of you in the board game hobby world, 
or RPGs and tabletop games and all that, uh, you know Gen Con. Gen Con is the biggest board game role-playing game convention uh, in the U.S. Uh, it's huge. And, you know, one of those days, days I, I would love to attend at some point. Although it's getting to that point where it's so big, Kidder, that I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I Truthfully, I want to go to ReaperCon before I go to Gen Con. But anyway, uh, Gen Con was... Uh, here this last weekend and privateer press is part of this trying to get people excited about this new edition and their new models and the fact that they're going to 3d printing and all that uh they they had samples for sale um and what got to be interesting was uh a person who had supposedly attended gen con i say supposedly because there's some questions about a lot of this he supposedly purchased a set of these models and was giving his opinion on them as 3D prints, but he made the the claim that these uh, these models, which were resin printed, um, that there was still uncured resin on it, and that it actually burned his fingers, and it has led to a whole lot of like privateer press saying, "No, our stuff is safe. It goes through this process." Um, a lot of people have now started weighing in, like basically doing the armchair quarterback of uh, how to do 3d printing to privateer press, you know, doing all, well, you gotta, you gotta take it from the, you know, the resin, you gotta wash it in the alcohol, right? You gotta put it under the UV light and, and I gotta do it for a right amount. Of... So like that has been the thing. The controversy has kind of moved from, Oh my gosh, they're moving to a new edition and some of our models aren't going to be worth it to, oh my gosh, this, you know, the, the uncured resin, it's going to burn you and scald you and all that. But I had to say, this was the only guy who made this claim over the entire weekend and such. Everybody else who picked up a kit said it was fine. Uh, the only thing that they noticed was a little bit of a, a white powdery um, substance that was leftover from the manufacturing process and was not uncured resin and could easily be cleaned off with a brush. Um, but it's, it's interesting, Kidder. It's uh, a lot of people getting really upset about this whole uh, privateer press possibly getting, you know, changing the game and such. So mm. that, that was, that was my update. Uh, I'm still following it, still reading a lot of comments on it. Um I, I kid you not, there's like five new posts on it every day. And then like 80 comments. And then the mods shut off the comments and they're like, this is getting a little negative. And yeah. It's uh it's also one of those where I I, I don't know if you ever noticed this kidder with like some of the Facebook groups you're in, but like somebody states their opinion and then like everybody feels like they have to write an opinion post stating their thing, you know. Oh, absolutely. There's a bunch of trash people on the SiriusXM Octane page that uh, <clears throat> I commented on their hibbity-bibbity choice of music. And I use the term music loosely. And people are like, get out of here, old man. And I'm like, I'm 35. Just because I'm wearing a fedora in my pace Facebook profile photo doesn't mean that I'm old. But the fact that I'm also a radio talent 
who was number one per capita in the entire country for over two years, shows that I have more musical knowledge and talent than you morons could ever dream of having. So there's that. Yeah, and this is and then this isn't quite that. This is things, you know, and, and truly I, I thought you would have gotten this more in like your Star Trek forum, you know. And well, forums is not a forum, but your Star Trek pages where somebody, you know, it's like the new show, like when Strange New Worlds came out, you know, you get the post that'd be like, Watch Strange New Worlds, here's my take on it. I think it's great. Da 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 da. Maybe a problem here, maybe a problem there, but da da da. And then you get like just post after post where everybody's like, here's my opinion on it. Like, like it matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that that's what I'm seeing with this whole war machine hordes thing is it's, it's constantly like everybody like, well, I read the rule book uh, this weekend. Here's what I think. And it's <laughs> uh, read the rule book, huh? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, that was a big thing. People read the rule book and then they compared the rule book from fourth edition to third edition. And, couple people played games of it and such and and then there's always the people who they ask the question that like if they had read any of the actual stuff you would know you know there there are people who would be like yeah i didn't read the whole announcement about fourth edition but you know my army is cricks and uh i'm kind of curious because all i see is signar and kador as forces does my faction still exist? It's like, go, go, go read the thing, man. It, it says they're going to carry everybody over. You know, it's just, it's just tiring. People. I just want them to get back to the post where it's like, hey, here's my pretty miniature. You know, that, that's, that's really what I want, man. I just along those same lines. This is what bothers me with again uh, you know facebook so the weather service will post information about tonight there's a chance of thunderstorms and severe weather from this point to this point to this point and they'll say five o'clock seven o'clock nine o'clock as their forecast for where the storms will be people in the comments is it gonna storm in insert city here is are we gonna get like a bunch of hail in insert city here did you look at the picture did you read the text that's associated with the picture did you then go to weather.gov slash bis for bismarck or fgf for the grand forks office did you then on that page Search for your zip code where you're located to see your exact point forecast to give you an idea of what will happen wherever the hell you are. Because clearly the people there have time to answer your piddly thing of, is that going to storm in my place? Did no common sense. It drives me berserk. Oh, is it going to storm here? I don't know. Can you read the internet? I don't know. It, it's, it seems like it's the same sort of thing on those pages. Like, did you look at this? Did you read it? Did you comprehend it? Well, no, I didn't take a minute to actually look at it. Oh, 
You should do that instead of flapping your fingers on the freaking comments. Go back, reread it. If you don't understand it, read it again. And then look into the actual material. Yeah. You see this a lot with uh, Kickstarters, too. If you ever sit and read the like Kickstarter comment sections, the number of times where people ask a question that's like, you know, if you actually read the campaign page, it's right there. But people don't want to read and they just want somebody to give them the answer and, you know, and all of that. And that's, I, I just wish people would be honest about that and say, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm really busy. You know, I got kids. I don't have time to look, you know, read through this and find it. Can somebody just tell me, is this this? I can understand that. Like, if you, if you just come out and be honest about it. But it's this, you know, this asking and it's you could just kind of tell that somebody's like I don't want to look that up I'm just going to ask a question and somebody will answer and the thing about it is it's some of the times it's things that are just like get asked over and over and over and over and over and over you know like the number of times I see the so if I pledge a dollar will I have access to the pledge manager Yeah, it, it it literally says you can go to rewards. One dollar access to pledge manager. You know that seems like it would be right at the top of the information because it would be the lowest cost to pledge. So it would be right at the top. You don't even have to search for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that that's always just my thing. Is I. The people who it's, they just want the easy answer and some of those things, it's just like, take the time. You're you're looking to invest. I mean, some of these board games and such that I, I look at and look at, you know, buying into, you know, they come with a pretty hefty price tag. And, you know, it's like, you should know the shit you're buying. You know, I, I want to know what it is. I, I want to know as much as I can. Part of the reason, like, I didn't back Simon's Cyberpunk 2077, you know, besides some of the other shenanigans, is because I read their campaign page and I'm like, I don't know how this game plays. That's not great. Not going to back that. So, um, I did back an interesting one, though, here, Kidder, um, just recently. It's called... Uh, was it Dodos on Dinosaurs? It's a racing game. <laughs> that sounds like a Stephen Moffat terrible show from Doctor Who. Yes, but it's some really cutesy miniatures and you you race them around the board. It's kind of like Mario Kart, but dinosaurs. I'm I'm excited. It's actually got All really right. good reviews. This is a expansion for it. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited because sorry, man, <laughs> I don't have I... any interest in that. <laughs> you know, Kidder, what are, what are these things? You're going to have to come over and play some board games with me. You, you should, man. We'll drink beer. We'll play board games. Be a good time. Be a good time. To take a line from somebody who was on the show earlier but had to leave for reasons. <clears throat> no, there's things and so many things and stuff to do time and things nah. <laughs> you got time 
I know you're watching, you know, on patrol live. You 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 you, you could you could you could play a board game while doing that. Although I don't have TV, so see, see. Plus, you need to focus. You need to focus. And uh watching specifically, we've been watching Man in the High Castle. Have you seen that? Uh, Amazon no. Prime. No. Okay. Familiar I with won't it. Ruin it. Won't ruin it for you. Obviously, me as a World War II fanatic, <clears throat> learning as much as I can about World War II and the nuances surrounding it. This show on Amazon Prime, and it's uh, now complete, so you can watch the entire series, all four seasons. You know, basically, I think 10 episodes a season. So you can watch the whole season in about 40 hours. Well, we started last week. We are almost halfway through season four. So we're almost done with it. See what happens. <clears throat> we uh, stayed up too late last night watching it. But again, it's uh, really good. The first season is uh, very good. Second season is still pretty good. Third and fourth season have kind of, eh, I don't know. But we'll see how it tapers off and wraps it up, hopefully, really good. There are uh, quite a few actors and actresses in that show from other shows that you might recognize, including Janet Kidder, no relation, but played the Orion um I don't want to call her a slave girl because she was essentially in charge uh, in Star Trek Discovery, in charge of her little faction, <clears throat> but she played Osira. That was her character's name. Is an Orion in Star Trek Discovery. Again, the actress Janet Kidder in this uh, show for a few episodes. So there's that, the little crossover. I also have some breaking news for you, Howard. Breaking news? I'm headed to the con! Yes. Not all of the days, but heading down and enjoying a little bit of a getaway time. So, we will potentially be able to spend some time together in two weeks at the con. Uh, you, you know, Kidder, not actually breaking news. I knew you were going to the con. <laughs> well, everybody watching and listening didn't know. Right, but you said breaking news specifically to me. Um, yeah, no, you... Uh... Who else am I going to talk to? Right, Orion but I just can't say much. He's got a I, couple I, words. He's like, Pow! I, I get that, but you said this was breaking news to me. But I, I'm telling you that I may have seen you make a comment on a particular vendor's <laughs> thing saying, We'll see you at the con. I'm like, Oh, Kidder's actually going to the con this year. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of knew about this kid. Howard's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> just to say it, you did. I, I, I knew you were going, man. But, yeah. Now that Howard has killed me, I don't know if I can say anymore. 
<clears throat> you got a hot take or something? Uh, no, actually, I just didn't remove that in case I thought of a hot take. <laughs> uh, yeah. How Howard really feels about breaking news, because he already saw it, even though he didn't say anything about it. Well, you know, it was your news to share. I just, you just built it up as like breaking news for you. You know, like, oh, okay. I'm just glad that, you know, you haven't started talking to me about, hey, can we do a, you know, Kidder's log again? I mean, I could. We'll see if the engine almost falls off the plane this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, that Kidder's log series was, was, I thought turned out really well. And I just, I don't know how you top it, man. You know, it was, it was good. By doing another one. (laughs) Future Howard's going, no, I quit. This is some bullshit. Yeah, a little bit, little, little bit. Um, It's just a hard thing. Like, how do I top what I did, you know, last time? Because there was some awesome stuff in that last one, so. It was, it was a good it's a good series if, if you haven't watched the last kidder's log series you should go out and watch kidder's log not only is it full of more star trek nerdiness than you know most people can handle but some fine editing and easter eggs and uh i mean it really was kind of like a master showcase of what future howard could do mm-hmm. you know it was uh it was good I'll give you the pro uh, versus the con con for this. Uh, Only going to two days of the four-day convention or con. So there would be significantly less time to talk about what's happening. And I guess that's it. I mean, it is uh, one of the low-cost airlines, so there is the potential of an engine falling off again. <clears throat> so we'll uh-huh. see. Hey, hey, Kidder. Yes? I'm thinking about this. Maybe. Maybe it's an option. Because when we did Kidder's Log, we tried to, like, we were trying to turn around the those videos pretty fast for the log. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe I shouldn't send the Osmo with you. And you could use that to document your time there. They get kind of testy about uh, video recording devices. <clears throat> well, I wasn't necessarily saying like record like the panels. But I'm sure like there's a vendor hall. There is, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like doing a walk of the vendor hall. I don't know what it'll be this year <clears throat> because <clears throat> Howard tried to kill me. <clears throat> so in the years past, it's been at the Rio, which uh, mm-hmm. I will miss being at the Rio this year. Uh, but it's at Bally's. So we're at Bally's Casino this year. So completely different setup for the vendors, for the main uh, hall, and for the secondary areas where they have different pieces, and including 
they can't call it Quarks anymore because they don't have the CBS licensing. So it's uh, Scotty's Bar or something like that. <clears throat> and then a caricature of Montgomery Scott. But I could uh, do what I can get you some B-roll this year. You well, know, I have the upgraded phone so I can record it in 4K. You can zoom in on certain things without losing resolution. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I was thinking that that might be a little bit, uh, you know, interesting, you know, to, to see. Because I know, like, if you, you look at things like footage from, like, say, a board game convention, like Gen Con, you're going to see, you know, like, the big thing is the vendor hall. And all the new games that are out and the prototypes and all of that. You just kind of want to watch somebody walk through there to go, holy shit, this thing exists. I can't believe this thing exists. I need to have a copy of that. What the hell is that thing? What is that? I mean, you kind of want to see some of that. But, you know, at a Star Trek convention, you know, to, to me, that'd be interesting. I don't know, you know, what does that vendor hall look like, you know? What are the wares? I will say that I wish I had done that about three to four years ago when it was the official Star Trek convention in Las Vegas because uh, Roddenberry had their big booth. Anovos was there when they didn't, you know, completely scam thousands of people out of thousands of dollars. Bunch of assholes. Uh, But uh, you could see all of these different booths and merchandise. Uh, Also, the creators, and uh, I shouldn't say necessarily creators, but uh, the programmers and designers from Star Trek Online were there as well. And I got to talk to them in depth about my gameplay experience on Star Trek Online and... <clears throat> you know, the change in the 10 years that it had been out from when I had a lot of time to play to having to work and balance and life and, you know, marry, married life and getting pulled away from playing games and stuff like that. But <clears throat> it's kind of interesting to talk to the designers and then I actually got to, I think it's in my drawer back there, but I got to, a special pin from them just for doing that, for talking with them for a while, which was cool. Also, uh, yeah, it's right here. As going to the convention, and this is already a couple years old, but uh, you go to certain panels and ended up getting this, which was the Star Trek Online Age of Discovery is what they called the ex- quote-unquote expansion. It is free to play, so you can download the game for free, sign up for free, play for free. Uh, there, it's finally in focus, Howard. Look at that. It's in focus. Nice. Holy crap. So, uh, Rekha Sharma and uh, uh, what's his name? He was in the Harry Potter movies. The hell's his name now? That guy. He came General like, Radcliffe. Crap. 
Alan Rickman. Jason Isaacs. He played uh, Captain Jason Lordka. Or not Jason Lordka. I'm beyond tired. <clears throat> Lorca <laughs> is his name. I am a Trek fanatic. Even to some degree, this garbage that they call Discovery. So anyway, you get this card for attending the thing. It has a special code on the back, but and there you can see it quick <laughs> out of focus. But uh, you get these two characters as holograms to add to your away team if you so choose in Star Trek Online. And, you know, it's great that it uh, would focus because we know how wonderful this is in trying to focus. So they give you a unique game code on the back. <clears throat> and then you're able to enter that in your game portal, and then you get these in-game items for free. So there's that. Uh, that's just for attending the convention or going to their sessions. <clears throat> Last year, they weren't even there, which was very disappointing. I was hoping to get some more cool stuff like that in the game, but that's how it goes. I get it. So if this actually focuses, I happen to find my my special edition piece that I picked up from uh, the developers of Star Trek Online. Focus for a second. There it goes. So this is an actual patch that they had created of the Odyssey class starship, which was designed uh, and drawn by a fan and then uh, submitted as the contest for the Enterprise F. Uh, and uh, it they ended up calling it the Odyssey class. And it is a very nice-looking starship, but again, the limited edition patch, and very limited. As you can see, it is a patch patch. And... Uh, they only gave a few of these out at the con. So I'm happy to be able to show those off and uh, have that over here. But uh, also, I think I have shown this off before. The Enterprise C, which is an ambassador class ship. This is a pewter limited edition model that... Uh, is actually pretty heavy. Take it out of the <clears throat> plastic. See if it uh, will focus a little bit better then. But there you go. I mean, look at the detail on this, right? And the cool thing, this is made from uh, metal from the aircraft carrier USS Enterprise. So they're pieces that were, and that's the, the challenge coin from the uh, USS Enterprise. But as you can see, it's an uh, in the likeness of an Ambassador class starship. <coughs> and uh, very nice looking piece to add. So there's that. And uh, hopefully Big D will watch this and then he can see 
this uh, item and the uh, details that are put into it. But it's actually it's pretty hefty. Other than well, that, getting ready for the con, get the stuff together, get the uniforms ready to go. It sounds like Howard had something else to say. Well, uh, Kidder, I was just going to say, uh, you know, we've been talking for a while. Mm. We've uh, we've cleared the run sheet. Mm. We've uh, chased our guest away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have finished our drinks. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've yeah we we finished our drinks. You know, pay no attention. You know, we 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 finished our drinks. Um, I uh, you know, I, I'm okay with wrapping it up. Might be a little bit shorter episode. I think that's okay. But uh, Kidder, I think it's time we wrap it up <clears throat> with some good old fashioned plugs. You know, if Big D wrapped it up, then he wouldn't have that itch. It's there. It's like the low hanging fruit. It's just so easy for the taking. Okay. So uh, this, I promise, is not the worst of our episodes, but it is also not, you know, the best of our episodes. So please join us each week for a new episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. What? What? It's true. Right? It is. That's why I'm laughing. It was, it, it, you know, it was oh, true. I thought I thought you're laughing like, ah, damn it, he went there. Like he's acknowledging the shittier episodes that we actually have. I, I mean, listen. I, I mean, you just gotta recognize that you know we we try we try for Radio Gold every week, but uh, sometimes we come up a little short. Get the silver, sometimes bronze. At least we're getting yeah. the metal. Like it. <clears throat> so you can also get a gold star by visiting us at beerbluesbs.com. Like, subscribe, please share and review. We're on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many other uh, platforms, including iTunes and Google Podcasts and Amazon as well. So, if you're on any of the audio platforms or even on YouTube, please search Beer Blues NBS, like us, subscribe us, share us, and rate us. Because sharing is caring. Five-star selection, please. We appreciate it. Join us again at BeerBluesBS.com. While you're at our website, you can visit our merch store and to pick up a classy pint glass to have in your collection and have a tasty beverage with us in that aforementioned pint glass. You can also pick up some quality threads, some nice shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and much more. BeerBluesBS.com. Click on merch. And on top of that, <clears throat> well there isn't a whole lot more. We just love for you to join us everywhere and anywhere that we are. And that's the audio version, the video version, and the Facebook version. So like us, subscribe us, share us. Please tell your friends because sharing is caring. Beerbluesbs.com. I know one other thing I can tell you is that we'd love for you to buy us a beer. 
or buy us a drink. That is also at BeerBluesBS.com. Just click the Buy Us a Beer button, and you can put some info in the comments of what you would like to say and have shown right here on the bottom of the screen. A message for us at BeerBluesBS.com. Just click Buy Us a Beer. So, it's time we get the hell out of here. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. My co-host with the most on the other side of this thing is Howard Blues. And a big thanks to Big D, who was here earlier tonight, who had to leave for reasons unknown. I think he's in cahoots with the murder bird. Anyway, that's it for this edition. Join us next time for another spectacular edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. Again, have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, night, overnight, wherever and whenever you might be. Thank you for joining us for this and every edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we'll catch you on down at Dusty Tuscone Highway. So have a good one, and catch us again next time. Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. I mean, if you noticed, I've held off. I'm dug on it. I don't know if it's because I'm just being considerate or because I'm saving it all for later. I mean, that's up to you. Is it, though? Well, I mean, I can't control you. <laughs> Future Howard disagrees. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of Future Howard lately. If you've been watching the last few episodes, there's been less Future Howard. That's all right. I get it. Uh, sounds like Future Howard's slacking. Well, he's not slacking. It's just... A lot of been a lot of late nights and a lot of being tired, and so sometimes being witty is just not that easy when you're not in the mood. Plus, sometimes I don't want to do all of the steps it takes to do a future powered comment. Kidder's just shaking his head, going, "It's editing, man. It's it's all I do. It's not that hard." Shut down. Whiting. It's not all I do. I'm going to try I'm try opening this in Chrome and see if I can get the camera to work. Okay. Do the design stuff in After Effects and do the stuff in Premiere and then do the stuff in Photoshop and then combine them all. Make a little bit of whiz-bang, this, that, the other thing. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Current Kidder is a much better editor and graphics person than future Howard, okay? Like, I never not, said that or implied yeah. it. 
Oh, we be punchy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punchy. That's a good word. <laughs> yeah, I know. Steve contacted me out of the blue and it's just like, hey, you guys recording at nine o'clock tonight? I'm like, yes. If I get my kids down. He's like, great. I could join you. I have an hour. So hmm. he's now got like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And here he goes screwing it up. Yeah, I, I know. Hey, for once, like, we're ready to go, and he's the one causing us problems. Mm, yeah. <laughs>